1: Welcome to Blakey's Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast, brought to you by Wales Online.
2: Hello and welcome to Blakey's Bootroom podcast here from Wales Online. We're back after a couple of weeks break for which we apologise, but we're going to add to your hectic podcast schedule with some Cardiff City chat over the next 45 minutes. Should mention, of course, we're live on Facebook, um, so hello to all fans out there, and I'm joined, delighted to be joined by Nathan Blake, Paul Abandonato, and Chris Wadens made an appearance as well. Welcome to you all. Yeah, I feel, hello.
0: Like I feel a bit underdressed with these two. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, obviously. Nah, got, I feel a bit underdressed. We didn't get the memo, did no, we? No, no, we didn't. Didn't Tom. get the smart shirt
2: memo. Um, straight into it then, I think, lads, because we've got a lot to cover yes, um, since we last did one of these podcasts. Um, four games, four wins. Um... So for the first 10-15 minutes, I just want to talk about those games and break them down, really. And where it all went so well for Cardiff City, let's just recap. Um, A 1-0 win over Burton Albion on the opening day. A 2-1 win over Portsmouth in the Carabao Cup. A 3-0 win over Aston Villa and a 2-0 victory against Sheffield United. Yet to concede a goal in the league. Paul Evandonato, how excited are you?
3: I think Nathan Blake should be the first to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I just his noticed is, that is, smile, Paul. His, pause, is, but his, but is, but his but is the opinion most. No, I, I, I
0: personally, I am, um, you don't want to get too carried away, I always say, you keep your feet on the floor um, throughout the season. But I think, obviously, for the first time in the club's history, they've gone three games start of the season and beaten. which is um, pretty impressive. But for me, Dom, it's, when you play in the championship, Saturday, Tuesday is, becomes really difficult. The Tuesday night game becomes really difficult. So you look at the first game of the season against Burton and it's the kind of game I say, if you draw or lose, come March, when you're chasing points, you look at, back at those results and think, wow, ah, got away, you know. Cause, mm-hmm. Let's be fair, I'd be surprised if Burton aren't in a relegation scrap for most of the season no disrespect to them but they just haven't got the spending power that others have in the league Um, so it's, it's, it's the kind of game that you would look back and regret not getting all three points in at the start of the season the cup game is momentum well there's so much of a muchness you know at this stage of the season you are just trying to gain you know a gauge for how you're going to play how you're setting up you know obviously rest a few legs give others opportunities and what have you but it is a is a stumbling block you know Portsmouth decent team so that was a good result and then obviously Villa and last night um, you know Sheffield United good team you know I thought in they got forward early got the ball wide got crosses in I had one or two opportunities but weren't as clinical as Cardiff um, but I just thought Cardiff both boxes and, you know, in between, they were pretty ruthless. It took them a while to get going because Sheffield's not a decent team, but you know, they they were ruthless in the end I thought and um, took their opportunities well. And I just I just think it's it's a fantastic start to the season. I don't think you start talking about promotions on what have you. I always say, you know, you look at the table come, you know, February, March and then you've got a good idea of what's going to happen but you know it is how you start it's so important in the championship especially so um, for me great start and just keep doing what they're doing people will talk about
1: promotion they or, fans uh, do. Yeah, but yeah. the good thing about, about Warnock is that experience yeah. because it's a younger manager going in and as much as you can give the sound bites of, oh, let's not get carried away. Yeah, you know, you know, as a young manager, and perhaps in your first experience, of yeah. it, you're looking at the table and going, oh, yeah. you know what, we're, we're yeah. right on it, and everything's just yeah. going right. Kind of
0: Bristol City last season,
1: a little bit, right? Yeah, well, Warnock, yeah, yeah. Warnock when he says it, he says it with meaning because he's yeah. been there and yeah. he's, you know, he's seen it and, and knows that next week it's it's going to be a problem. It was a yeah. great answer when it was put to him last night. He didn't realise Cardiff hadn't won their first three league games mm. ever. Mm. And his response was, well, I didn't know that, but I know I have. Mm. You know, he's been there and done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whether that brings them success or, or gets that promotion keeps on talking about, what you do know with Warnock is that at least he's got that experience. Mm. At least it's not going to catch him unawares and he's mm. not going to be prepared for the fact there's going to be a dip soon yeah. at some point. Yeah. And how I, bad that
3: dip I, is? And bro. I think to a degree we saw some early evidence of that already. I sat with Blakey in the press box for the Sheffields game. Um, how many times have, have the three of us, certainly, if not you, Don, but you will get used to it, seen a, a wonder Cardiff City performance followed by a oh, real after-the-law mm. mayor's show mm. in the following game? Mm. And I had the feeling, do you know what, is it going to be one of those occasions... A Blake safe, not with this manager mm-hmm. and you almost felt the Neil Warnock factor mitigated against that mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. and so maybe the days of boom and bust are over and there's a more level playing field what I would say about Cardiff's start is um, of course it's a state of the obvious that it's early doors yeah, we can't be you know, going overboard about anything um, Cardiff haven't suddenly turned into Real Madrid on the back of beating Aston Villa 3-0 and Sheffield United 2-0 although they are creating a lot of chances but There's a saying in sport that momentum is is really important, but I think it's more important than Cardiff City than most at the moment because they've had some really tough times, the fans, in the last three years. The fans are desperate for some success and a reconnection with the club that Mm -hmm. they love. And I think that if Cardiff do get momentum going and they're beginning to build it up, it will be a real head of steam. The fans will start flocking back. There'll be more belief and expectation, of which that's already begun and I think that for Cardiff, momentum is more important than most at the moment mm-hmm. and that's why you know, it's far too early at the moment um, they've come through their tests magnificently well so far they've kept three clean sheets in the league they're not just scoring goals but they're creating lots of chances which is the most encouraging thing I think whereas last year you know, some of the football they used I mean, the squad yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that's one of the, the three
1: things that stood out to me one of them is the fact that Right, he's changed the winning side mm-hmm. three times or yep. twice or whatever it is mm-hmm. You know, he could comfortably, because Peltier was carrying a knock mm-hmm. he could comfortably bring Jazz Richards in Bennett has got an injury, mm-hmm. right? shuffles around alright it's not ideal Manga playing mm-hmm. right back but he does so Tomlin comes back in, You know, D'Amore gets a rest mm-hmm. and he'll change it again for mm-hmm. Saturday Are there now, certain players that he
2: can't afford to rest at Chris? Is no it, is no it that's big true, enough, well, probably no. not
1: and that's what he keeps on saying but you're at a position now where all of a sudden, and, and if you look at his sides that have got promoted in the past, that's exactly what he's done. Is mm-hmm. The number of players he's used in promotion seasons mm-hmm. are huge. Mm-hmm. right? And because he...
0: Know, sorry to cut question. Right? But he's he going 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 back to that Yeah, slot. it's that Saturday Tuesday. It, it becomes a real slog. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, people say, oh, well, you've just done pre-season, you should be fit. But you've just done pre-season, it probably takes you six games to get up to match, mm-hmm. match top sharpness. Yeah. And then... No matter what you do, you catch your kn- knocks, your bumps, yeah. and I would say by January, February, players. are going to be. Used, I used to have like sprained thumbs from mm-hmm. holding, and calf muscle problems, and lower back problems from being need yeah. or whatever. And you, you're just battered and bruised. Now, if you can take players out, get their muscles manipulated, get them flushed through, get them rested up, and yeah, wait, that, that's 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 a great sign. Or well, on that
2: as well. Have you noticed how physical? Cardiff have looked and how strong, fast yeah. people like Mendes Lang. I've said it. I've, teams, we, it?
0: We, we've said it for probably three years on the show. Cardiff have lacked pace. Mm. Cardiff have, 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 have lacked those type of players that can just turn a game on its head. You know that dynamic player who can go past people inside, outside, rather. Than you. But you know he, he's, he's 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 resolved those problems. In a, effectively a summer.
1: Yeah. Well, that was the other. That was the other thing I was going to say that impressed me is that pace. All of a sudden, that final third and Cardiff looked a threat. It,
0: it does make you look back and think. Well, the Paul Trollops of this world and people are. Like they were, They were really, having you on. Really, mm. do you know what I mean? Because it was so. It was so blatant to me that they needed that dynamism out on the flanks. You know, up front you know you got Zohor you know um, Mendes and been Hoylet well, has been I mean, yeah you know but, but who would have thought that Mendes would come and
2: what, four jump goals over,
0: four games, jump over you would have thought like if you were a betting man you'd say well I'll take Hoyle every day but Mendes like, I said to Paul last night I watched him right from the beginning because I seen his interview after Saturday's game and I felt he could have been quite like you know not I've arrived, but quite proud of himself. But his interview was really subdued, really, you know, grounded. And I watched him right from the beginning last night and playing in front of Manga, um, it was huge, really, that his positional play and his work rate was probably yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, Manga could have got exposed a bit last mm-hmm. night because he's not an out-and-out fullback. Yeah, but I thought Mendez Lang was probably man of a match for me. His work rate, his positional play, strength defending, strength going forward, and then just his overall, the way he attacks defenders, the aggression he attacks with, the skill level. I just, I think he's... Man of uh, a match for two matches. Yeah, no, I, I think he's been yeah. brilliant for play. Really we'll
2: we'll talk um, more about this scintillating, irresistible, whatever you want to call it, however carried away you want to, you want to get. But it's, um, it's, it's nice to be, because on. for the
0: last three years, four years... Maybe even five years. We've been starting off the season, and it's been like, well, you know, isn't
2: uh, it just nice to feel? This it's just optimist- nice to feel optimistic and well, normal. I would say <laughs> normal. So you should feel going into a season. If three wins out of three but becomes you know, normal, definitely. You know very, very happy. In and doing. do you know what?
3: what underlines the most the, the the seismic change in this is not necessarily the results because to a degree you expect that with Neil Warnock, but Vincent Tan was at the game on Saturday. Um, and he reconnected with those fans and vice versa. He was down there taking their plaudits after the game, doing the Ayatollah with them, which was like it was in the early days with him when Marky McKay was there. Um, he says he doesn't love his businesses. Cardiff City are officially for sale, even though he's not actively looking to sell it, so he says. But, you know, you can't tell me looking at him down there, being the showman that he is, whatever, that there's not a special affection. Well, this is more than the balance sheet and and... and facts and figures financial facts and figures you know there there seems to be a report there and it's important because there's been too much uncertainty about the future of Cardiff City Mm. there's been too much instability too much bad decision making and that's an important part of it as well now Chris was you were with Tan weren't you briefly on Saturday he still raised Cornelius Malky, it's time to let that go, in my opinion. But he did raise it, didn't he? Yeah, several times. Um, but there does seem to be a re- you know reconnect. and that's important because it needs to give stability all the way down to everybody else, and and there needs to be sort of, sort of a feeling that if if and when Cardiff do need strengthening in the January window, or even if in this window if Joe Bennett were to, were to leave, that the owner is prepared to put that financial commitment in again. Mm. Well, yeah. I
0: I would I would say. And I've said from, like, the start of his reign, he's got to take part responsibility for what happened to his own club. And part of that responsibility is because you came in thinking it's a business, like any other business, and you've quickly found out that it's not. However, fans, I would say, I would make a plea to the fans, you might just see something special this season if you can fill that stadium. Now, for years, playing the game, I would go around the country wherever I played and say Cardiff City is one of the most untapped places in the football league right it's got huge support and people go yeah right Blakes I'd say no 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 huge support it can take I've played in third division and they've taken five and a half thousand away right I've said this story before Newcastle came to Sheffield United brought five thousand and they thought that was an army well you know a third division club have brought more to uh, okay it was a championship winning game but it's third division you know what I mean you don't expect to see those kind of crowds so I would say if fans can get down that stadium and fill it I don't mean 25 I mean 32 capacity fill it there'll be times this season where that team will need that stadium to be rocking and full and bringing them up and getting them going again and I think if you the combination of a full stadium, a few of the heads back in there, Neil Warnock, and the team, Vincent Tan on board. You know, if I was chief executive now, that's what I'd be looking to do: is galvanise the whole. Mm. Because you've got the perfect manager in place. He's building a very good squad, as you can see, on little money. You know, we said he said six million. I was like, you do well to get a team up six. Million. But,
2: hasn't even been that. I've
0: so <laughs> even, even been that. Even... That's where experience comes in. But if you're chief executive now, you look at the whole situation. You think, right, this place could blow. It could really go up through the league. Have a very good campaign, possibly possibility of promotion. If that's gained, then you could really go and and set a blueprint out for the Premier League where you're not trying to win it, but you're not looking at relegation. You're just gonna sustain yourself there for, say, three or four years, and then go again. But it,
1: it feels a lot more organic. It, it, it's, it's real. Genu- yeah, it's football. It's genuine. And we've I, said
0: it from day one. That this what was needed. Yeah. You know, you don't need no disrespect to Paul Trollope, but Charles was puppeteered. I felt, mm. and I felt the same with um, Slade, Russell Slade. You know, you, you had someone choosing a manager. You know because he felt he had been burnt a bit in the owner, okay, and so scar in between, then you know, the chairman was like, well, that's my time, and, you know.
1: That's why Warnock's a perfect fit in yeah. many regards, because, you know, he's very much a Yorkshireman, isn't he? And, you know, he's an I head. call it as I see it. So, yeah. And I think the club not only liked that, they needed it mm-hmm. now it doesn't mean they need to be told agree. and they yeah, led exactly. and that's why they didn't accept they yeah, needed to be led it doesn't mean that Oh, there's, there's tension you need that in mm. life you need that positive confrontation mm. and right they might take his lead sometimes they might go well yeah we get your point but no we're still not it's called good governance that's fine. yeah mate,
0: exactly basically at board level and
1: I think people now I think his age helps certainly with Tan mm-hmm. and that sort of culture of sort of respecting your elders mm-hmm. you know, in, in Asia um, I think that is, you know, Tan is obviously you know, he still causes shots at the end of the day mm-hmm. but I think is that good working relationship mm-hmm. there and then in terms of the fans I think they can feed off that you just sense yeah. it around the club it's different now yeah. and what it is at the moment I still feel a little bit like fans are going maybe for the first time in a long time and, they, and they're almost like not entertain me but they're going back and, and wanting to see something the shift for Cardiff as in, and as you talk about when they're going to need the crowd is when they they're no longer waiting for the team mm-hmm. that they're so bought into it so invested into it mm-hmm. is that they then they then push the team mm-hmm. and they're not turning. absolutely we'll
2: have what, to see how that, how that pans out over, over the next season mm-hmm. over the rest of the season right we're going to say goodbye to our viewers on Facebook live for the moment um, thanks for joining us and we'll be back uh, hopefully with one, one of these Facebook lives every week for the rest of you um, it's back onto the podcast
1: you're listening to Blakey's Bootroom
2: from Wales Online. Right into our part two, chaps, and I want to talk about some individuals that have starred in, in this season so far. Um, some individuals that possibly don't get as much credit as, as they should do, and one who emerged, I think, against Sheffield United was Sean Morrison, someone who gets a, a little bit of criticism from fans. Yeah, Chris, i uh,
1: I've, I've criticised, and I think he's deserved criticism a long time but if if someone who if you're going to point out anyone who's improved under Warnock it's Morrison in so every aspect I think he's become more of a leader because there were times where you're wondering is he the natural fit for captain I think he's sort of grown in that um, in the faith that Warnock's shown in him I've spoke to him a couple of times after games he's you know he's, he's come across really well he's He's clearly a big presence in that dressing room, but most importantly, he's cutting out the individual errors. But my issue with Morrison in some games was he would play well for long periods of time, but he always gave one mistake away, and and very often it was crucial, and he's cut that right out. And, you know, look, there's no problem in criticising, you know, no no one's perfect, but the difference is, can you learn from what you were doing wrong? And And I think Morrison has, and I think... I think whereas, you know, he was the one that people were questioning, is he in the firing line, especially if Manga comes in uh, that signed that new
2: contract. I think Morrison's Warnock's first pick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it seems to be either Morrison or Manga or Morrison or Bamber. Yeah. Or I would, I would, I had would had
0: disagree go with, with uh, just the last statement. I, I, I agree with most of what, what I've said, but I think it's, due to, it's obviously due to Warnock uh, I think there was a time last season where there was a possibility of him losing the captaincy. He kept faith with him, given the captaincy, or well, kept the captaincy with him. But Morrison's game has improved, not just through the coaching, but through Saul Bamba.
2: Saul hmm. right? Bamba great was
0: and is the leader of the back four. I have no doubt about it. All right? Last year, when Saul Bamba came in, the amount of times Morrison would look to Bamba, and Bamba would be organising and telling and blah, 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 blah. It's when you play, you know, it gives... Even now, speaking about him, it gives me, like, goose pimples because it's it's those leaders who don't necessarily have the captain's armband. Mm. So when I played a Bolton, Jerry Taggart, he was a leader of men, captain. But then next to him was Chrissy Fairclough. i won the title with Leeds United. Absolute gladiator, leader of men so you had and then in midfield you had John Sheridan leader of men you know he it, 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 it didn't need to have the armband and I would say what Neil Warnock has done very cleverly is by maintaining him as the captain per yeah. se
2: yeah in name
0: yeah but knows right my rock my Wes Morgan if you like is Saul yeah. and Saul you know I don't think if if I if you said, could you lose Morrison? I'd say, yeah, no problem. Could you lose Bamba? I'd say, ooh, now nah, that's going to cause us a problem. Because even Connolly stepping in. Where's the where manga then? Bamba, well, Manga is, I think, has got the ability to play at the right back as cover. So we will get game time, both as centre back and at right back, I think, during this season. But for me, the key player has been where it's all come together has been Saul Bamba.
1: I, I, th- I thought he actually struggled with interplay Bamba. Mm. He was playing in that three. Was he was really, shaking the first half. Didn't wasn't really he? suit him, but, but that said, he, he's one of those defenders that sometimes when he makes mistakes, he can, to the sort of match of the day cameras, if you want, he can look even better because yeah. he's making the, the recovery mm. tackle. Mm. Um, but you picked up on the leadership thing, and I think that's been, that impressed me even from Burton, is mm. that last year, the season
0: before... Don't have to play well, the lead.
1: No, and but you'd look around that Cardiff side and go, where are the we, lead? Well, we didn't have where, any. When you're in it, when, you, when you're when right yeah. instead, who's who's there that you look around? And my and point is,
0: Morrison was there last season. Commonly is quite a quiet player. He was yeah. there last season. You know, Bamba, uh, uh, Manga, sorry, mm. he's not as confident as what he should be. He's an international. Mm. You know, he should be. Elite. You know, sometimes Bamba... he's just for me he's just that Stevie Bruce that kind of doesn't have to be a great player Mm. he leads as much with his voice as he does with his his attitude
1: but I was looking around that in that Burton game and I've seen it subsequently and you now think they've got a few now they have developed Peltier is clearly a big character Mm -hmm. up, Warnock Warnock loves Mm -hmm. not he you know whatever you think of him as a player Mm -hmm. he's clearly got that personality Morrison has developed like that you've talked about Bamber already Mm It's just obvious Gunnison is sort of thriving more and mm. more and then even to a point whole who looks like you know what yeah I can be the man no and he is I the will, man I will be yeah, the guy he knows he's front. the striker no problem and mm. you know that point in, at, um, at, uh, at Burton getting the win Morrison said afterwards you know what we know that if we do our jobs even if it's the 87th minute we've got a guy up there who we know can get us that win and that, that is finish. so
0: important how your peers yeah. Feel about you and and as a player. A start, it's like lovely a, to then, know yeah. when your team behind you relies upon you doing what you can do
3: and doing it well. Yeah. I you think. Know? I think if I've got an issue with Sean Morris, and it's simply that Manga and Bamba are better players, in my opinion. Mm. Um, I think you can argue that all three of them have got mistakes in them in matches. Mm. Um, all three of them can get those mistakes knocked out of them by the manager. Um, I'm not convinced by Manga as a right back he's a good enough player to play there but I thought color looked a little bit lopsided to I be agree, honest he Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Sheffield United that's what I see Manga's done such a good job in on both it. sides because Jazzridge is not left footed like Joe Bennett so right. I think there's improvement there which is the encouraging mm. thing um, I know that the fans cover a Manga Bamba partnership. Mm-hmm. It is quite clear that Morrison is his first pick, mm-hmm. not Bamba or Manga. Certainly, Manga is his third pick. Um,
2: is it worth saying that Morrison is the, is possibly the biggest goal threat of those three absolutely. as well? Yeah, he is.
3: But what I would absolutely. also say is that is that is that to be fair to Morrison, he's been outstanding in all three matches. Yeah. Um, he. I think all three of them are a goal threat, to be honest, with You from set-piece, but clearly Morrison has a little bit more of a proven record in that respect. Um, it is not coincidence that Warnock turned down two Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday bids for Morrison this summer, mm. which surprised me. I thought they'd let him go with, it, with having the strength of so man was on the phone saying he didn't want to sell Morrison. Didn't, didn't want to know. Morrison didn't want to go, untold, so What
2: about Joe Bennett, then, lads? We are, where then, we lads? are. Um, Fulham's interest seems to be genuine and, and that could be one that where there was release clauses met and, and we have to say goodbye to Joe Bennett, how big a miss would that be? Well, do you know what? I,
3: I, not, I as, would, not as big as Kenneth Zahora,
0: is yeah, so I, 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 Joe but Bennett. I wouldn't want to lose him, though, because uh, I think if you can get... What i seen last night was a very efficient performance, very professional performance, without attacking fullbacks. Mm. Uh, you've got to think to yourself... Jazz is on the left hand side, he's not gonna get forward with his left foot, so he's not looking to. But the speed and the rate he closes down at, he is fantastic. He gives wingers no room yeah. to yeah. cross the ball. Yeah. Right? So I'm saying I like Peltier, but I've always said Peltier is a defensive yeah. right back.
2: Restricted, isn't he? Right. Yeah. So
0: if 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 when the season starts to progress, I think you could end up seeing Jazz as the right back getting yeah. forward, getting crosses in. Bennett as the left back getting forward, getting crosses in. Now imagine you're talking about then you can actually sit your two centre backs and your Gunnar Sun and Rouse. You've got your four there, you can sit them and you can just basically say to your team when they're in full flow and confident, just go and attack. See, see, this is though?
3: this is the point that I was making about the lack of balance against Sheffield. Hmm. Um, you know, Jazz is a better Player going forward than than um, Peltier. Yeah. Bennett clearly offers the left side of balance that was lacking. Mm. I'm not sure we will see it because my I'm you know it's up to Bennett and and the vibes I'm getting are that he's inclined to leave. He he will get a pay rise at Fulham for obvious reasons, London
2: club that sort of thing. Um, what does he not want? Would you not want to stay? Is there not a huge pull now after this fantastic yeah, I think, start? I
3: think what's interesting is that we're not getting from Warnock. He's leaving over my dead body or anything like that. So you know, I'm, you know from, I think from that they've got. Well, a
0: I, I think I think that's again that's experience. I don't want Bennett to go. Let me no. stress. Yeah, yeah, but I think Neil would obviously. He's he, he's playing. I would be exactly the same. I wouldn't be threatened over the fact that someone's coming for him. I wouldn't be saying, I need you to stay above all odds, no matter what, Bloody, bloody, blah you are almost leaving it to the player. Well, you can see what I'm doing, you can see what I'm about, you can see where I'm at, see where the team is at. You're my first choice left back. If you believe in what we're doing here and want to go for a promotion, possibly, then you stay.
1: Don't, don't forget as well that they've got so, Patterson to come back into the mix when he's fit he's someone that Warnock has been raving about yeah. and ultimately when uh, Dom texted me about it the other day when it first um, first uh, emerged that. that Fulham were, were in for him and I said oh, I wouldn't be surprised mm. that he'd and not because and like Dom said you sure he's done well it's not he's because of replacement that there. because one he's got he's, he's got a lot of full backs there mm-hmm. right? they're all offering something a bit different and perhaps you know it's not ideal and etc etc
2: but if you can use that 5 million to, to reinvest it somewhere else so, what would you do that?
1: he's been talking about that of cover in certain areas mm. and well, like if you strip it all down he's got cover at back. what mm-hmm. he hasn't got is cover central midfield the I, don't. Central. 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 I think yeah. central midfield
0: right. is where he could get maybe creative because I said to Paul last night you know Gunnarsson he can create I, I think he's very underrated creative wise mm. Gunnarsson Right. I think he showed in the Euros how creative he can mm. be, playing very, very well. Riles, on the other hand, Riles, I don't think is as creative. And he would be probably the person who I could say.
2: I think Riles has done really well this anyway, season. Man, well, he so did, listen,
0: he always does well. But what you've got to say is, can you get better? Can you do better? Can you get to a better standard? It's no, It's not a personal thing. It's right. If I look at that team played last night, I would say, yeah, we could improve in full-back position. Mm. Yeah? yeah. And you've got an improving creativity in the central midfield position. Tomlin gives you a very good creative ahead of that. You've got Sahor ahead of that. You've got two wide men who were creative in home, right. Pace, Demons, what have you. So you've got a bit of everything. Where can you improve? Because that's all you're ever looking to do. It's not, you know, I don't like him so either. It's not about that. It's right. Can we get even better? Mm. Because if you go, if you did get promoted, or you want to be in that promotion campaign, you have to be as strong as you can be all over the pitch. Let's go
1: back to Warnock's experience again. Absolutely, being a manager not being there before. Yeah, will be sitting there going, my squad is Yeah, that's it. No, 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 no. He said the other day, I want to add. Yeah, because he knows. Yeah. We were four
0: games away well, and someone's got an injury. Three months' time, Tomlin goes down injured. That, yeah. that. Then you're
3: looking at, right, where is my creativity centrally? Mm. I don't think that is what's going to happen, though. I think if Bennett goes, and I still think he's nudging towards going, although I think it's a close call, mm. um, they will get a replacement left-back. They will get a like-for-like left-back with a player that Warnock rates highly probably from the championship but I bet they won't spend the same money it probably it probably won't be as much as so they get from a couple grand 700 yeah. grand maybe something um, like that. I don't I don't think Warnock's in for a centre mid now I think he's comfortable with what he's got and maybe De listen Joe Rowles always plays well for two months of the season does he sustain that well, the jury's open on that one, yeah? Well, I think, right? I think
2: you're being harsh. I think he. Well, I'm telling, he, he you
3: I'm telling you what I have seen from Joe Riles. Yeah. Right? He always is one of Carlos' most outstanding players for a couple of months of the season. Um, could Moore then fit in and offer that type of creativity that you're talking about with Tomlin further forward? He, he has these options. He probably needs Tomlin against some of the sides. Who will pack their defence at Cardiff City Stadium? Mm. He probably will go without Tomlin away from home mm. against the side like Wolves this weekend. And he'll mm. go with Ralls Gunnesson and Demore as a Smithfield. I'm coach. not
2: sure.
0: After last night watching Demore for twenty minutes, I'm not sure Demore is yet up to speed with football in no, the championship. He watching. looked. He looked. He, he was he very looked, good
2: against Villa, but looked exhausted. He,
0: yeah, I don't think he's quite fitness level wise, and I think. Probably physicality has probably been a bit
3: of a surprise, which it is to many. But can I just finish off on Bennett, right? Going mm. back to Bennett, I'd like to see Cardiff keep him because he offers a balance. I think Bennett's a highly capable left back. Right? Mm. It's not that long ago that he was in the England setup, mm. albeit under twenty-one, uh, yeah. and he was seen as one of the one of the bright young left backs. But then injuries bit for him, and, and sort of Cardiff have revived his career a little bit, if mm. you like. Um, is he one of these players who's no, he's it got injured him. again, got injured again, or something like that. I hope not, I hope not. But um, I do think that, you know, I think he's about 27 now, Ben. I think he's probably come towards the peak of his powers age-wise. Mm. And he could be an effective player, left back for Cardiff, in a very, very, very good defence. There is Ryan on, by the way, at Fulham. Mm. I know that he's so good that, A, he's being linked with a £25 million move to a bigger club. B he's so good he can play further forward, but he is their first choice left back at the moment. Well, and Cess- so, um, is, yeah. is better than Bennett, so mm. at least he's guaranteed football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah very last true. word on this, Chris.
1: Um, well, the impression I've got from Warnock uh, from last season is that he sees something in Bennett. He really does, but he's not sure which way he's going to go. Yep. And as Blakey was talking about, can you get better? Mm. And I, I, from last season, certainly the impression I got from Warnock is that he wasn't sure yet which mm-hmm. way Bennett was going to go. Now that might have changed over pre-season, that might have changed in what he's seen so far, but all these things would be going through Warnock's mind and he can talk about how much it is up to the player. The manager has a big sway whether you've got a direct yes or no on it anyway. Um, and just touching on Joe Rawls, uh, great quote from Warnock last night when he started talking to him about, um, he said Joe Rawls has become a Rolls Royce of a player, which made me pine for the days of like a 100 word stories on the back of the echo just to use the Headline: Joe Roy's voice, but um, <laughs> now, um, uh, he says he's matured as a player, and again, it's all about whether you can now step up because they're setting a bar for themselves. That's right. That's that right. They can't just go, oh, you know what? Three wins and three, and we'll take a point at and so, You know, we're made. This is now about right. How much can we push ourselves? How far can we go? how much momentum can we take from this? Subscribe to The Bootroom on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk
2: Right, into part three then, chaps, and enough of the Joes, Bennett and Rolls, and more about Blakey. Um... This is a new section of the show that I'm calling Ask, ask Blakey. mean you can go now. You've got to stay, Chris, because I think you might need to ask Blakey if he's yeah, okay. we, can all learn, we can all learn from. you it clean, <laughs> um, So yeah, if you want to um, ask a question for Blakey for next week's podcast, just tweet us at Cardiff City Live hashtag Ask Blakey, um, and we've we sort of covered this one, but the question coming in from the Leck with Mole on Twitter is Warnock talks about a a secret player that he wants to get in the remaining 2 weeks of the transfer window. Yeah. He won't reveal who that is mm-hmm. yet. Who do you think it should be? We've talked oh. about central midfield. What position? What sort of player? Okay.
0: I I couldn't put my finger on what person it is. But I would say looking at I mean looking at the game last night, looking at the previous results the setups and what have you. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm like. It's either, for me, it's either it can only be a striker, a winger, or a central midfielder, or does, maybe a keeper.
2: Does getting a new face and a new player does that upset this this sort of nicely no, balanced machine at the no. moment?
0: Well, it's not, is it? Because they've changed so many times as we've already yeah. shown. it's it, 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 It's a. It, it won't. Up, it doesn't upset a squad. Everyone in the squad understands we're part of a squad. We can, the, the beauty of it is you no longer have a manager who's dictated to by the dressing room. You have a manager who dictates to the dressing room. Yeah, So he picks right the team on a Saturday. Now, if certain players don't play up to a certain level, then they can expect to be on the bench the following week. So the players have set their own standard, the manager has set a standard and it, you're continually chasing. That's what you want. You don't want to feel comfortable. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're,
2: competition is Competition. It's what drives we're about. Fall, yeah. It's what
0: it's about. And I mean, in training on a Monday to Friday, it, it's, it's you know, you don't want to be hurting anybody or anything like that. But I want to rinse the centre half in training. I want to get six goals you know, <laughs> aside and a five a side and, things like that, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it, absolutely. So, but, Chris, if, you're, if your name is Kadeem um, Harris, I this,
1: ask Blakey, hang on. <laughs> I, this is just to throw it out to the,
2: <laughs> to the rest of the pod, um, if your name's Kadeem Harris, yes, you see um, Cardiff with two great wide men at the minute, yeah. Mendes, Lang and Hoyler are banging for but Neil Warnock thinks, I need an option, I need a third option, Craig Noon's probably going to leave, I need an, an extra wide option, and if you're Kadeem Harris, three months out injured, do you think great competition when I get back or do you start to feel worried?
1: I don't know if you think great competition, but you'll just you'll just wanna when you make sh- you make sure you are back and you're stronger and you're ready to go and your first thought is you know, and Blakey is far more versed in this than me, is your first thought back in training is going, Well, oh, I'm gonna show show them, never mind who's come in, I'm gonna show you what I'm about. And is you thrive, like like a, yeah. Like, you know, like, the impression I get is that you thrive on it, not in a case of Oh great is someone in the challenge room. Is that you make sure that you're not gonna have an off day. You make sure that I can't afford to have an off day. You know, if you're if you know that you're playing Saturday, whatever happens, you know, you know that you can have a day where you've got the cigar out a little mm-hmm. bit and go well it's right, I'm playing. and play it. And like everyone has those days where motivation will be lacking a little bit. But if you know that someone's coming in or the way Mendes Lang is playing, you know Harris will be making sure that he's in the gym this morning mm. and making sure he's done exactly what's been required of him by the medical staff and then a bit more on top because he wants to come back. It,
0: it's 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 what I say, this is the moment in football. Any parents listening who have kids and all that in, in football, this is where the team in football goes out the window. It's what I try and say to the kids. You're an individual in a team sport, right? Because yeah. if you're individually... Not up to scratch or not on song, another individual will come and replace you to make that team stronger. All right, so they say, Oh, football's a team sport, rugby's a team sport. It is, but it's made of individuals. And if you're individually lacking, then someone else is going to step into your shoes. It's as simple as that. It's not a solo sport where it's on you to perform today. And then tomorrow it's on you to perform again. And then the following day it's not like tennis or boxing or anything. there's it's a balance. Mm. But individually, if you're not up the scratch, if you're not on song, someone else will come and take your place. Simple as that.
2: Well, Cardiff certainly seem to have a strong squad at the moment, mm. but that will be tested um, in the weeks to come. And um, before we talk about a really crucial game on Saturday at Wolves, which should be. Really, really exciting. I'd want to um, just put a few comments on, on our Facebook page to, to all of us, really more comments and questions, which I think just gauge how everybody's feeling at the moment. Uh, Wayne Davis says, first time in years, we have a team to be proud of who fight for the shirt and have a great amount of ability. That's all we have ever asked. Mm. I mean, that says it all, Blake. Well, it, it,
0: it, it is. With Cardiff fans don't see themselves as the be-all and end-all. They don't see themselves as... You know, we should be Premier League. They understand, like, if we're going to get to the Premier League, we're going to have to work hard to get there and then work even harder to maintain it, as simple as that. And they accept that. So that's what I expect as a bare minimum from the team. And I think this is the first time in years that you can say everything seems to be coming together, everything seems to fit right. You've not got a manager at the helm, and that's how important it is. If you've got someone at the helm controlling what happens both up and down, because what's going on or what has gone on up above the manager has has been a nightmare at times for some of the managers, but they haven't had the experience or, you know, the know-how, I don't think, to be able to say, no, no, this is what needs to happen. Because I I, I look at someone like the chief executive, Ken Chu, I've mentioned him many times on the programme, you have to accept he has to accept he's inexperienced in what he's trying to do and what he's trying to achieve now you have someone who you can actually learn from you know Vincent Tan can learn from Neil Warnock Mehmet can learn from Neil Warnock the chief executive can learn from Neil Warnock all the young coaches in the academy all the junior academy they can all learn from this you're all trying to achieve what this guy has seven world titles
2: (laughs) In the
0: championship, he's going for an undisputed.
1: Mm. The other thing I like about what's <laughs> Takara's benefit, right, is that he doesn't care if he gets the sack, and I mean that in the greatest That's ball, the right, beauty of it, it's a freedom. Yeah, if you're a younger manager, but you know, just take the last few. Paul Trollope knew that he had to make an impression straight away, it was mm. a big chance after Buster Rovers mm-hmm. to go up on his own. Russell Slade, knowing he will never get a chance like that at a championship mm-hmm. club again mm-hmm. now, even Mackay was a young manager trying to make a w- his way in the game to start with mm. all of whom know you're six games away from the sack and will my career ever come back from it will I get another job in mm. the back of your mind when you're making decisions that's there Warnock mm. he's all, he doesn't care if he mm. gets a sack it's not going to make a jot of difference mm to the way he's regarded in the game and his CV. He's mm-hmm. still got those seven promotions. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted one, he'd get another job mm-hmm. within a week. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that he's selfish and he's careless with what he's doing. No, he's in his stripes, mate. Yeah, exactly. So he can just sit there and go, I'm gonna do what I know or what I feel is right. And I don't yeah. care if I get it wrong. It's, and it's difficult it's to freedom. tell someone,
0: if you've been in the game, as our owners have for four, five, six years now, it's difficult to say to someone who's got fifty, yes, that's what I'm saying, five zero years of experience, seven promotions in that time. Well, no, you've got to do it like this. Listen, he's what Neil has done because he doesn't care. He's more than happy to compromise. Hmm. That's what he's showing you. I will compromise, but at the same time as I'm compromising, you know, there's certain decisions that I can compromise on. Yeah, right. Because why? Because I know and you don't. And if I was to compromise on this, I've already been down that road and I know the
3: Mm.
0: consequences of it. Do you know what I mean? So that's not a good road to go down. And that's where I just feel, you know, appointing Neil Warnock was a massive step because it was the first time I said, the first time now for years you've got someone who the club can actually learn off. Mm. And that's what they should be looking to do. Looking to build and think, you know, one eye on right what happens after Neil Warnock yeah. we don't know where this gravy train is going to end but we suspect it's going to end well so what 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 is he saying build underneath uh, what is he saying to those above what kind of structures need to be in place mm-hmm. going forward you know you're, 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 you're scouting Your scouting now should be U- European world based mm. you, you've got to really understand you're trying to get to the Premier League Everyone in the Premier League will have a scouting network that stretches at least across Europe. Put it in place. We'll training ground.
2: With Mendes Lang and, and people like that being an training, really,
0: training ground. Have you got a, a, a training ground in place? A proper training ground facility dedicated to football. You know, These are things I think now that Vincent Tan, Ken Chu, Mehmet Dahmer, they can be like, well, we can leave the team and what's going on in the league To you but what would you like to add to well I would say the biggest thing I keep saying is a training facility. But a beautiful stadium, thirty thousand, not gotta worry about that. It's now the other thing, scouting, training facilities, you know, junior academy, you know, coaches, so important. Mm. Because if you ain't got good coaches teaching kids what they need to become first team players. Not to become under-21 players, yeah. not to become scholars, not to become under-23s players, to become first-team
3: players. There's a big gap between... Hence why so, so few but, make but it. But none of that, one except all of that is important, none of that to me is anywhere near as important as the reconnect... With the fans. Through, mm-hmm. With the fans, mm-hmm. yeah. That. So once that reconnects, all those ancillaries, which are clearly important because they are the you know, modern day DNA of any successful mm-hmm. club... Can may, you know, maybe there'll be more of a will to make them happen. But, I mean, Dom, you just mentioned... Can I say, sorry, can I say, if you flip
0: that part, if you kind of build it and they will come sort of thing, I if fans can see that you're trying kind of to do in that position though, the whole, like, as in the yeah, training facility, they, the scouting network, but not just doing it to keep up with the Joneses, You're
3: actually doing it and doing it right they weren't in that position though mm. Card- Cardiff had to do it the way that they are doing it mm. it needed the warnot factor and, and you had a situation you, you mentioned a, a, a quote from somebody there on social I'm sure that can be magnified absolutely hundredfold thousandfold yeah. that will be the archetypal view of a Cardiff City fan at the moment um, and you know you saw on against Sheffield United every one of the Cardiff players that came off Tomlin who I thought was excellent by the mm. way um yeah. Hoylatt, and Zahora, they all got an enormous ovation from the fans. Yeah. I know that you say, well, fans do give players with sub, but they, but this was extra, right? And it's almost like I, th- I think it probably shocked Mendes, like um, it, it shocked Tomlin a little bit because I don't think he'd be used to this sort of thing. Um, and all of them would have been disappointed to come off, but do you know what? They would have felt ten foot tall with that ovation from the fans. And mm-hmm. there is, a, and then at the end of the game, and it was Sean Morrison you know showing the leadership that Chris mentioned earlier walk over and sort of lead the players to sort of say thank you to the fans there is that reconnect again that's the most important thing the momentum is the most important thing the belief the expectation the hope the anticipation and the winning team as well and then all those other things now i think can be done mm-hmm. surreptitiously or otherwise in the background yeah but i think that reconnect with everybody is the most important thing, and the
2: momentum. It's starting to fall into place, finally. And um, we've got Neil want to thank for that.
1: Got a question for Blakey? Tweet us at Cardiff City Live.
2: Right, lads, into the final part. And I want to quickly preview Wolves and get some predictions. And I don't want anyone sitting on the fence, please. Um, score predictions, please, and you will be judged the same at this time next week, uh, including myself. Um, so quickly, um, Chris, Wolves, um, a mouthwatering top of the table clash, mm-hmm. three out of three for both teams.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting. Not seen a lot of them. Obviously, you know, a lot of spend in the summer, and uh, another new manager there. Yeah. Um, the likes of
2: Ruben Neves, yeah, I mean, it's a an yeah, no. and test.
1: Fair play, you know. I think that's it's a very rare defeat for Hull at home, certainly you know in the Championship.
2: I think Neves um, scored an absolute screamer from yeah.
1: all accounts. Um, you know something not quite on the same level because there's still a lot of questions from Wolves fans on it. You know, they have seen the disruption at their own club, uh, but. There's going to be, you know, the way they've started the season, there's going to be a big crowd there, in the redevelopment at Wolves as well in recent years. Um, so it should be uh, a very interesting match, to say the least. Um, not sitting on the fence doesn't mean I'm sitting
2: on the fence, <laughs> but I'm going to go for a 1 0 draw. Okay, yeah. Paul, one occasion it will be. Yeah, I
3: I mean, Blake will know this better than anybody in this room, obviously, but I'm wondering how important the Molyneux factor is, Nath, because. Somebody was telling me last night that they had their biggest crowd for about 40 years the oh, other day, it so it clearly, is, yeah. just, like, just like Cardiff have got momentum, mm. so Wolves getting momentum yeah. now, and that's going to be a hostile place for well. Cardiff to have to mm. go to. But um, you said
2: last night, Paul, to me, and I completely agree. These days, you don't put it past Cardiff going to something like that and picking up, you know, even well, three points. Well
3: perhaps. I, I look at I look at Cardiff and I think, you know, we know that Warnock will have them organised. We know they'll be defensively resilient and resolute. But the difference this time is that they will then have Zahora, Mendes, Lang, and Hoylet to hit on the break. That is pace and power that Cardiff have not had in those areas of the field for a long time. Um, that's a heck of a triple whammy to to be. Going at walls with. Mm-hmm. Both teams have scored lots of goals. You're asking me for a prediction. I am I'm gonna do something completely off the wall here, even though all logic says goals, 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 I'm saying a tight nil-nil. <sighs> Lot of splinters you
1: already negative, negative.
2: <laughs> Bla- <Blakey. laughs> Mikey, I'm looking at you to get off this fence, mate. Of if of anyone can sit on this of fence, of I think I'm going the right to sit on this fence. In just like the last night's fence. Although no. I did say last night before,
0: I think we'll win comfortably tonight two or three goals. And we did. I would say, listen... we just would say
1: which we, that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> listen, Wolves,
0: hell of a club, hell of a set of fans. I mean, real, real... Quality set of fans, right? Um, And when it's bouncing in—I shouldn't use that word. Actually, Wolves fans will understand. When it's jumping, West Brom isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When it's jumping in uh, in in Wolverhampton, it is. It's a it is a fantastic. And when they sell it out, which it will be, it's a fantastic place to go. But Cardiff, in the form they're in. You look forward to it. Go- it's like top of the table clash already. Yeah, you know, two Brilliant teams ones, unbeaten, oh. summer months still. You know, great. It'll be a great occasion. I would have thought Cardiff would probably take two thousand at least up there. Um, yeah, so it will be a good contingent of Cardiff fans. Great noise. I would say there'll be goals in the game, but I would go again, and I think.
2: that fence is rocking slightly I'm going
0: to go Cardiff will nick it 3-2 boy, right. boy. And, <laughs> and the reason why I say Cardiff will nick it 3-2 is because I don't think Wolves will have faced anyone of the power and prowess of Cardiff so far this no. season right and I think you might get into it where you're thinking we can actually run over anybody and everybody but sooner or later someone comes along with something a bit more than you're expecting and I think
2: like I think wolves out perhaps. I
0: think they'll catch him out a bit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go for Cardiff edging it. Two one or three two.
1: One interesting thing as well is Mendez Lang going to the club where he is absolutely and absolutely. So safe to say that he absolutely, be- and he
0: hasn't had the experience in front of the fans, so he won't feel like oh, this is my old club he yeah. will go there to rip. And he will go there to impress. And I think I think it's going to be a game of the star players on both teams will come to fruition. So I'm going to go for Cardiff just edging it because of the fact that Wolves are going to be just slightly caught on the hop of it.
2: We'll have to see. We are to finish now without my prediction, yeah? Just wrap up? Absolutely, Dom, yeah. It's easy to clip when we get it horrendously <laughs> wrong. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I go to the editing process, I'll uh, I'll, I'll just record several different scores and <laughs> <laughs> put them in. Um, no, I do actually agree with Chris that um, a draw is most likely, and I'd, and I can't believe that Cardiff or Morves will both fail to score. So yeah, I would say one all as well. That is a real fence sitting exercise. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean you said no fence sitting, all three of you sat on the <laughs> fence. <laughs>
2: Well, it's a long season Blake and if here, well, got, got the right to on the
3: fence I have I think nil is quite a bold call for two teams who can score goals per se <laughs>
2: that's a quote for the podcast <laughs> nil-nil is a bold call <laughs> right lads thanks very much for your company um, Great job, today Great um, don't forget this podcast is available to download via iTunes on Audio Boom, and also you can listen directly on walesonline.co.uk we will try and do a section of it on Facebook Live each week and we'll try and get our predictions right each week as well Um, Mm. with varying degrees of success I'm sure Um, but thanks for listening and we will see you again soon, cheers